0: Not everything in life is what it seems, because even salt looks like sugar.
1: Let my story be one that advises caution on too much of the social media shit, man. It can fuck you up.
0: Greetings from the dark side of the pomegranate. I am your host, Billy Hoosh. Welcome to Even Salt Looks Like Sugar. A podcast that explores true crime, paranormal activity, and unsolved mysteries. This series discusses difficult and distressing subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 13. TRAGIC VIDEO GAMING DEATHS, TAKE TWO Video games are one of the most popular forms of entertainment in the world today. Not only do they serve as an escapism and solitude to millions of people who play them, they provide you with a plethora of knowledge that will benefit you in the real world. But what happens when a user's biochemical pathway is compromised and they suffer for something much worse? What if that something is death? Join me today as I take you through more tragic video gaming deaths caused by video games. This is Tragic Video Gaming Deaths Take Two. And in case you haven't heard our podcast and are new here, you may want to listen to episode three before tuning into this one.
2: Hello, I'm Sarah Afshar. True crime is the multi-dimensional interface between the crime, the criminal, and the impact of their actions. Video games serve as the ultimate escapism to a pop culture syndicate which cater to the gaming archetype. And as an entertainment interface, video games allow users from around the world to respond to visual analysis by reacting accordingly. But what happens when a user's biochemical pathway is jeopardized? Not everything in life is what it seems because even salt looks like sugar
0: now on with the show video gaming has become a popular phenomenon around the world allowing users to enjoy a multi-dimensional interface that takes them away to another place for an hour but what if that hour becomes days or even weeks according to research excessive video game playing can cause everything from muscular skeletal issues and strain injuries to vision problems and seizures to even depression and anxiety and much, much more. But the real question is, can they kill you? You can call me Byron if you want, but uh, I've, I've I've dealt with depression my whole life. Pretty much, I mean, so I was like 14, and I'm 30 now. Okay. Byron Daniel Bernstein, also known as Recful, was a high-profiled gaming streamer known for playing World of Warcraft. He also played other multiplayer role-playing games, including Asheron's Call. Having migrated from Tel Aviv, Israel, all of the way to austin texas in the united states bernstein made it clear relentlessly throughout his career as an esports competitor that he had depression and that video games brought him joy and happiness sadly Reckful lost his battle and committed suicide on thursday july 2nd 2020 he was only 31 years old. Over two decades prior, Reckful's brother took his own life. Did video games cause Bernstein's death or was it something else? All right. Well,
2: there you go, brother. There's like, I don't know, five inches of hair, something like that, no, four.
0: On Saturday, July the 4th, 2020, 30-year-old Kenny Tancredi, also known as Blue622, was found dead in his Bud Lake, New Jersey home. Tancredi was known on Twitch for playing Grand Theft Auto. He's been credited by gaming experts as one of the pioneers in popularizing. No Pixel RP server. In his streams, he always appeared happy. However, not everything in life is what it seems. If you look at Tancredi's final tweet on Twitter, at Blue622, you will notice it was about Byron Bernstein, or Recful, a young man from Texas who took his own life days before. Although a cause of death was never given specifically, it was discovered Tancredi committed suicide from an overdose. Did Bernstein's death affect Tancredi and influence him to take his life? Was too much gaming the cause? Is there a root cause, and if so, what is it?
1: I'm sorry, yo. I'm sorry I betrayed your trust. I'm sorry I pushed you all away. I'm sorry I made a clown of myself. I apologize. I wish it didn't have to be this way. But unfortunately, I'm breaking my my own rules. No bitch niggas and shit. I shouldn't have pushed so many people away. Now I've got nobody. You know, I wasn't suicidal before. I really wasn't. But one thing I didn't realize was that the walls were closing around me so fast. I really had no intention of killing myself, but I would always push it too far. I guess I am mentally ill. Or maybe I will. I'm not trying to put responsibility on it. I mean, I did a lot of wrong, too. I did a lot of wrong. Everyone's got to pay for what they've done wrong at some point. Everyone's got to pay for their sins at some point. I guess mine caught up to me. I'm sorry to those of you who I betrayed. I'm sorry for leaving such a stained legacy. I hope that my story maybe helps to make YouTube a better place somehow in the future, to where people know boundaries and limits of how far things should go. And in an attempt to be edgy, I fucked up my entire life. It was a fun life, I had a great time, it was great, but for it to be cut so so short. It's fucked. I know this world's gonna forget me. I know y'all are all gonna move on. and Everything's gonna be good, you know? There'll be technology and games and movies I'll never see. I'll never see Attack on Titan. That last episode with Grisha was crazy too, bro. I'll never see how Attack on Titan finishes. Um, I guess it's starting to hit me now because I'm starting to break up a little bit. I'm like, oh, fuck. Tears are coming, nigga. Here we go. Bitch nigga time. It's bitch nigga time. Fuck. But nah, I'm going to keep my composure. There's a lot of things I won't see. A lot of people who I wanted to see grow up. You know, John, shout out to Katie and you and the kids. I wish I could have seen them grow up. She could have seen what happened with the boys, you know? But you could have seen what happened with everybody. You know? It's come too far. Was it the social media? Was it the mental illness? Was it the edginess? It was a mix of all of them. But I ultimately turned down help. And you know what they say, you can't help somebody who doesn't want to help themselves. I just didn't realize I needed help. That's how deluded I was, man. It's not y'all fault. I don't want you to blame yourselves. It's all my fault. I'm the one that pushed y'all away. And then I deluded myself into thinking that somehow I didn't destroy a big part of my life. That somehow I was ahead of the curve. It was like that heavy delusion that I couldn't pull myself out of. I didn't even know I was in it. I was saying and doing things that made no sense. All because I was too scared to drop my image. Fuck, man.
0: Some of the most depressing and distressing moments in one's life happens when you least expect it to. Sometimes those moments reveal an individual's true intentions are a cry for help. In the case of a 29-year-old Desmond Daniel Amufa, a cry for help is an understatement. Also known as Etika, Amufa was a popular streamer known for his love for Nintendo games. In fact, most of the time Etika would stream nothing but Nintendo-based games. At 12 a.m. on June the 20th, 2019, Etika uploaded a video titled, I'm sorry, where he admitted he was struggling with his mental health. The description included a suicide note to complement the video. Family, friends, fans, and other loved ones began to worry as they didn't hear from Amufa for over 24 hours despite the video being uploaded at midnight. The sad reality was he was missing and despite his past trolling efforts, this video was without question a cry for help. This cry for help didn't have a happy ending however. Eventually his body was recovered by the NYPD on June 24th, just five days after he was last seen. Just months prior in April, Etika tweeted he was going to kill himself with a pistol he bought from a gun store in Long Island, New York. And a week after that, he continued to tweet more cryptic innuendo that leaned towards suicide. According to the forensic pathologist and coroner, on the case, Amufa committed suicide by drowning himself. Many have speculated Amufa had mental issues that influenced him to take his life. However, some believe that it was too much video gaming that caused him to end his life. What do you think? Hey what's up everyone, IcyCat here. Today we're going to go in depth with the GEO attacker, Jackal. This isn't the first, nor will it be the last, suicide in the realm of gaming. Icy Cat 25 whose real name is Lee O'Tur, was a streamer from Evansville, Wisconsin. Known for his commentary about the game Rainbow Six Siege, took his own life just last year. Otur was 42 years old. Although Otur didn't display any obvious signs of a suicidal person, his struggle was internal. And like Amufa, Otur leaves behind a legacy of family, friends, and fans who will miss him for the rest of their lives.
3: Last
2: minute, too. <laughs> <Buzz> killer.
0: <laughs> On July 6th of last year, 26 year old Olana took her own life. Known primarily for her Counter Strike streams, Olana, whose real name is Lanny Fan, was also a travel vlogger who would take her viewers with her during her traveling adventures. Fan struggled with depression and even made it known to her fans about her struggle during her live streams. Fan even went so far to post a digital suicide note, which has since been deleted. On July 5th, just one day before her death, she tweeted the following. Depressed people struggle to reach out and fear the ones closest to them will have cops show up and forcefully confine them against their will. So they're stuck feeling alone with their dark thoughts because they don't want to be trapped where they just feel worse. Then the day of her death, fans said her final goodbyes in a tweet at 11.22am. Her final words were, it's not anybody's fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's not anybody's fault. She is right.
2: Hello, I'm Sarah Afshar. Mental illness does not discriminate. It affects you, it affects me, and it affects everyone around us. In fact, over 800 million people alone struggle with some sort of mental health issue. And here in the United States, over 50 million people are struggling with mental illness every single day. No matter what someone's economic status is, the reality is everyone in life is fighting a battle, some more than others. And sometimes that battle is hidden from the rest of us. Mental illness can happen to anyone and sometimes the pain is unseen. Luckily, there is help. And if you are currently suffering from mental illness or any type of mental disorder, remember, you are not alone. There are plenty of support services available. And if you know of someone currently struggling with mental illness, Do not ignore them. Instead, talk to them and follow up with them daily. If you are currently suffering from any mental illness and are contemplating suicide, visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. You can also chat via phone at 1-800-273-8255 or you can participate in their Lifeline chat service. Both are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to serve you. Remember, your life is valuable. You are valuable. There is nothing to be ashamed of. You are worth more than you know. You are valuable, and your life is priceless.
0: Now back to the show. Death is unpredictable, but is it preventable? On October 19th of 2020, 43-year-old Simon Shanks from South Wales was found dead with an Xbox controller in his hand. He was passed out in his home on the couch. Despite relentless denials of drug abuse, Shanks was a former alcoholic who was clean for almost a decade. Neighbors reported Shanks was loud but weren't concerned because it was normal for him to play video games. Although suspicions raised surrounding his death and the events leading up to it, it was confirmed that Shanks died of an accidental overdose. The gamer had a mixture of cocaine, morphine, and methadone in his system. Uh, I was calling strats a whole game, to be honest. I was reading like a book. Uh, we went up, we had a 4v2, I think 5-4, and we ended up blowing it. Um, so 5-5, I just made sure everyone listened to me and I called the strat and it worked. Gaming has its strengths, but also has its weaknesses. On November 20th of 2020, 21-year-old Maurice Enriquez tragically passed away. Enriquez, usually goes by the alias ferocity was well known for streaming call of duty enriquez was regarded as one of the greatest cod players having been part of the florida mutineers team as fans started to speculate quite a few thought he committed suicide however his family took to twitter to let his fans know that he did not take his own life. Shortly after, the Florida Mutineers' official account addressed his death and revealed that Ferocity did not battle depression nor take his own life, but died from multiple heart attacks. Was his death caused by an underlying health issue or too much gaming?
2: Yo, what's up guys? It is Maria again, Ramelia, Sequoia, whatever the fuck you want to call me, you know even. Basically, I'm here to give you another tutorial. There's not a lot of tutorials talking about competitive play. I'm not going to give you solo q-tips, that's bullshit. Play this in two times speed, I learned that pro- pro tip from from youtube
3: comments
0: speculation is almost inevitable especially when it comes to trying to find out how someone just dies no explanation just an announcement in a sudden second a life can be forever changed just like a life can be forever lost on december 28th of 2019 It was reported that 24-year-old Maria Kreveling died on Twitter by her friend Richard Lewis. Kreveling, who used the pseudonym Remilia, was not only the first woman, but the first transgender individual to compete in the League of Legends Championship Series. Although a cause of death never fully surfaced for the former professional gamer, people from around the globe started to speculate what happened to her. Some have alleged she had health problems, some thought possibly suicide, and others theorized too much video gaming. From Neemach, Madhya Pradesh. His family and relatives had gone out for a marriage. After having his lunch, he started playing PUBG. He was addicted to this game and played for six hours straight. His sister was sitting next to him and encouraging him. He was very excited and suddenly shouted, Blast the bomb and suddenly he lost. He removed his earphones and threw his mobile. He was very angry since he lost and started crying. Earlier he was playing with an opponent named Ayan. When his sister told him to throw the bomb, his opponent could hear the conversation. Furkan shouted that he lost and that Ayan had won. He was extremely angry and threw his phone. After he finished playing, he knelt down, started crying and then collapsed on the floor. When his family came, they took him to the hospital. The doctors checked his pulse and pronounced him dead. In mid-August of 2020, it was reported that an unidentified 16-year-old boy from the southeastern state of Adhura Pradesh in India died after playing PUBG for a week without eating any food or drinking any water. The young boy was dehydrated and complained that his stomach was hurting profusely. Shortly after, he was rushed to a private hospital in El Uru where he had to undergo emergency surgery. Only a few days later, he died. This isn't the first time an unidentified young man has played the popular battle royale game and died. In early October of 2020, a 12-year-old boy from Egypt died of a heart attack after playing PUBG for hours. In fact, when he was found lifeless by his parents, the game was still on and running beside him. Although there was little coverage on this particular death, it was first published on the Egypt Independent followed by Yahoo!
3: in 2020, in 2020. <coughs> <coughs> ก็ 14 แล้วนะโรงพยาบาลทั้งแม่งเออนอนอ่ะ 1330 บอกเออเอา
0: can too much gaming impact and compromise your immune system and if so how little and how much so in late april of 2021 35 year old kumlasap watanafan of thailand went on facebook live to let others know that he was dying of covid19 also known as UP or UP VGB, the popular Thai streamer also informed his audience hours later that he only had 20% lung capacity and there was nothing left that could be done. At least this is what the doctors told him. Just a few days later, UP died as a result of the coronavirus, just a few months prior, on Friday, February the 12th, 35-year-old gamer Dwayne Williams from Toxteth, Liverpool, in the United Kingdom, succumbed to the virus.
1: Yeah, so this year I worked on um, increasing my workload a lot. Um, I cut down on the one rep max ups, two rep max ups. I'll make sure that I did extra extra sets, extra reps. I'm uh, just really building towards staying on the field this year, making sure my body's ready for extra uh, work capacity. Um, you was know, involved in 162 games.
0: During a pandemic, you would expect most gamers to die from the coronavirus. This wasn't the case for 24-year-old Lewis O'Neill, who mysteriously passed away on June 3rd of 2020. His father announced the news almost three weeks later. O'Neill appeared to be happy and healthy as he was a soccer coach and followed a ketogenic diet. However, not everything in life is what it seems. During the lockdown, O'Neill garnered an addiction to playing video games. And as he became less active, his health started to deteriorate just a few weeks prior he complained about pain in his leg but how did lewis o'neill actually die what was the cause he died from deep vein thrombosis a common condition that not only causes death but had taken the lives of many gamers What is it about video games and addiction that provokes one into doing something destructive to themselves or another third party? In early September of 2019, 25-year-old Ragavir Kumbar from Karataka did the unthinkable when his father, 65-year-old retired policeman Shankrappa, Kumbar, confronted his son about the PUBG addiction, Raghavir became enraged and snapped. Not only did he beat his elderly father to death, he then proceeded to chop off his head and his legs. A few days later, Raghavir Kumbar was arrested for the death of his father Shankrapa This isn't the first time nor the last gaming rage that has become the motive to take someone's life. In February of 2021, 19-year-old Brazilian Call of Duty streamer Olivier Bueno da Silva, who went by the pseudonym Soul, was stabbed to death in her Paratuba home by another gamer named Flashlight. Whose real name is Gilmier Alves Costa.
3: Bom, vocês estão achando que é tinta, que é montagem, algo do tipo, mas não, não é. Eu realmente matei ela, entendeu? E bom, eu tenho um livro também, vídeo no para o pessoal estar divulgando já esse meu livro. E é isso aí.
0: Eu espero que vocês leiam. Tem algumas verdades sobre. Ela. Costa originally shared his attack on social media because it's evidently clear he wanted attention and praise for his attack. According to police reports, Costa was severely obsessed with Soul. The murder was premeditated as the scorned gamer sought out the idea of killing her for weeks before actually doing it.
2: If you're enjoying tonight's episode of Even Salt Looks Like Sugar, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Spreaker, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Also visit our official website, EvenSaltLooksLikeSugar.com.
0: With that said, too much of anything in life is never good as consequences always lurk in the shadows. Remember, there is a limit of things in life. This is your host, Billy Hoosh, signing off. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, remember, not everything in life is what it seems. Because even salt looks like sugar.